Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Let's Talk Sheets with Chad and Jeanette. In honor of Earth Day on April 22nd of 2021, we have a very special episode planned for you today. Going green as an LMT. Today is all about how you can shift your business into creating less waste every day in your office. Since we already care for our clients' bodies, why can't we take it a step further and care for the earth as well? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, there are more ways than you think to go green in your office. Uh, there's also an added benefit of clients loving businesses mm -hmm. that are green conscious, right? So let's jump on in. Okay. So first, I'd like to go over some definitions because this always gets a little bit convoluted or tricky when you're talking about things such as going green, eco-friendly, environmentally friendly. So we're going to go over some standard definitions so that we're all on the same page here. Going green refers to all aspects of environmentally friendly products from fashion to buildings to the movement as a whole. Now, eco-friendly um, or environmentally friendly means that a product, practice, or activity won't harm the environment. And sustainability, we've been seeing this word come up a lot in, you know, in every single country throughout the last couple of years. This means that what we do today doesn't deplete resources for future generations. So the key word here being sustainability means that a product can be environmentally friendly However, it's not sustainable because the amount of energy or waste that is produced to make that product is more than we'd like. So for example, a product made from a renewable source, such as a wooden hairbrush, is considered green. However, when we analyze the life cycle of the production process, it shows that it takes a lot of energy to manufacture and ship, and there's no way to properly dispose of the hairbrush when you're finished. It's not really that sustainable. Um, I hope that makes sense because there are tons of products out there that they might be environmentally friendly or eco-friendly, but the way they're produced is not very sustainable because it's using a lot of other resources. Right. And it's tough to recycle those because how do you recycle a hairbrush? Sure. It may have been right. sustainably, you know, sourced, uh, but that doesn't mean that it can be reused or recycled uh, later on. Yeah. So you have to look at this isn't just like, oh, okay, I'm using environmentally friendly paper and that's great. What does it take to make that environmentally friendly paper? This is where your research comes in on your companies because it's a popular, we call it a movement. <laughs> it's a popular movement that's going on in a lot of countries, which a lot of major brands are cashing in on and they're just slapping eco-friendly or environmentally friendly onto labels because yes, when you use that product, it may not it might not harm the environment, but the way it's made does. Um, and the way you need to dispose of it does harm the environment. Um, there's a couple other definitions that we see on a lot of products. Uh, clean. Clean means free of chemicals or materials that are synthetic and are usually natural ingredients only. Um, so this would be, you know, you see a lot of clean products out there. Uh, we all know that if you're making a synthetic chemical, it's going to take more resources to make that synthetic chemical as opposed to harvesting from nature. Non-toxic means that something does not contain chemicals or materials that are harmful to humans or the environment. 
Now I haven't seen this on a lot of like cleaning products, uh, maybe some lubricants, um, organic, uh, organic, we all know is grown without pesticides or herbicides. Um, they tend to have a little bit of a rigid certification process. It varies by country, but clean and non-toxic don't. Um, so you want to make sure that when you're looking at these products, you don't just look at the label and go, oh, okay, Clorox makes a clean uh, cleaning, a surface cleaner without researching exactly what goes into that process or the company. Because they might be making a clean product, but are their methods of doing that, is it, are they just stripping down forests? Because a lot of this, this is where we talk about the sustainability factor, folks. A wooden hairbrush might not necessarily, I mean, a wooden hairbrush is better than plastic, but if they're making, you know, 500,000 of those a month, imagine how many trees are being cut down. And we all know that trees don't grow overnight. That's why a lot of people have switched to, a lot of companies have switched to bamboo because bamboo grows really quickly. Why are you laughing? Trees, I, I thought you were going to say trees don't grow on trees. <laughs> <laughs> I, sh I recently... I recently got some new cutting boards and I got, I chose to get bamboo ones uh, for that reason. Cause I don't want to contribute to this massive, you know, uh, just killing so many, you know, rainforests right. and, and where they're, you know, cause you know, they're not just growing them in somebody's backyard, all nice and music's playing and birds right. are chirping. Like these are trees that are, you know, are not supposed to be cut down, but they're sourcing them for these items. Right. So. And it's, and it, and we're not going to get into the politics about it because this is one of those topics that can get very, are you in the movement or are you not in the movement? Right. What we're trying to do here as a, as a, a, a nation, a world in general is to make sure that this earth is here for people to use millions of years later not even a hundred years later. And if we keep going with along this process of just tearing stuff down to use it and, you know, creating a lot of synthetic materials, there's not going to be anything left. It might not happen in our lifetime. It might not happen in my kid's lifetime. It might not happen in their kid's lifetime, but it's the research is out there to show that if we keep going down this road, this is a possibility of what might happen. All right. we're saying. So, you know, there, there are ways to have your business looked at, um, not just by yourself. Um, there are companies out there and Chad's going to talk about one of the companies that he knows that does something just like that. Yeah. I mean, not everybody wants to go and do their own research. Some people would really want to make sure that they do it right and have the proper guidance by, you know, a professional. Right. And, um, you know, there's a really cool company called Cool Points and what they do, um, they collaborate with you, right? So they work both on the business side as well as for families and home solutions. Uh, but they collaborate with the organization or family or even individuals. And the, the key thing here, what they do differently than anybody else is they identify behavior-based strategies. So, you know, when I'm working with my retail clients, um, these, the, the thing that we talk about most is making sure that we're coaching to the behaviors, right? Because if, if we want to have a shift, 
the behaviors that we have are what need to change. And the people that we're working with need to buy in to those behavioral changes. So they, they identify behavioral-based strategies uh, to help you achieve your sustainability goals. And this is all they do, right? It's all they focus on, whether it's going into a fast food joint and working with them and saying, stop putting everything in a paper bag. Let's get you some plastic bins or like baskets because those are washable. You buy them once, they can be reused over and over. And the goals there are increasing revenue, decreasing your cost, but also making sure they're having a positive impact uh, on the environmental sustainability. Right. So this company is called Cool Points. Um, you can actually get directly to their website by going to massagecoreacademy.com slash cool points. Very easy, very easy to remember. And it's going to take you to their website and, um, you know, you can take a look at what they have. But uh, Taylor is the owner there and she is phenomenal with what she does when it comes to interacting with humans and helping them understand their goals and then putting together plans uh, that are behavior based. She is definitely uh, number one. Cool. 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 I'm glad you shared that. So before we get into how we can actually do this in our own businesses, uh, we're going to take a little short break here. And when we come back, we're going to go through a couple of the major, uh, ways we use paper in our office and how we can change it. Catch ya in a little bit. folks. Welcome back to Let's Talk Sheets. I'm Chad and I'm here with Jeanette and we are talking about uh, going green with your massage business and putting together, uh, you know, ways to become, you know, more sustainable environmentally, right? And, you know, I, you can see here, I have my pad of paper that I've been, I always take notes on, right? And, it, and it's paper, that's recycled paper, but I've been using this pad for three years. I've only gone through this pad over the course of three years. And the reason is I've converted a lot of the stuff that I do in my business digitally, right? The way that I handle my clients, the way that I handle marketing, all of those elements are very much uh, on a digital way, uh, method. But I still do have some things that I do that are uh, on pen and paper and, you know, utilize resources. But I feel like I've definitely minimized my imprint substantially. Uh, and I'm, I'm definitely very proud about that. Um, Jeanette, I would love to hear uh, some of the areas that your business is using uh, when you're using paper. Okay, so... First and foremost, one of the biggest ways we use paper on a day-to-day -day basis is intake and soap notes, right? So I don't use paper for intake or soap notes because I have massage book. So I use their online booking system. They have a built-in intake that gets sent. I have uh, soap notes in there. So I don't use paper for any of that at all. Um, that is definitely a huge, 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 huge consideration because it's available. It's not only available to you 
anywhere you go, as long as you have internet access or a data plan, it totally gets rid of every single piece of paper you have to use. And that's probably our biggest chunk is intake and soap notes. So you can also, if you're not using online booking, uh, you can, if you have your website, you can have a form on your website that is your intake. So when somebody books with you, you can send them the link and say, hey, I'm going to send you a link to fill out the intake. And they just fill it out. They don't know where it's coming from. They just know, okay, I'm filling out my name, my address, and my conditions or whatever. And that's a great um, secondary way to do your intake. Uh, Soap notes, if you're not using an online booking site, you can create a document on your computer. And then when you fill it in per client, you can store it on a removable flash drive that is password protected so that you maintain um, HIPAA compliancy. <laughs> I'm laughing because in my notes, <laughs> I didn't capitalize HIPAA. So put it in there as hippie compliancy. And I, I literally almost said that. I'm so glad <laughs> that I caught myself. Oh, they totally would have got that. They would have been like hippie compliant. That's what I call it. Yeah. <laughs> hippie compliant. But you can, you can also do it this way, especially if you're using something like iCloud storage or uh, whatever. I have Apple. So whatever the Google or Windows equivalent to that would be. That means it's accessible on your computer. It's accessible on your tablet. It's accessible on your phone. Yeah, that uh, password protection is important though, because if you're keeping it on a removable uh, flash drive, and you know, most cases you're probably going to keep that on your keychain or on your purse, right? Your purse or your backpack, uh, that could get misplaced, right? And right. anybody that plugs it in would have access. So you do have to make sure that it has. Uh, that password protection on there to protect your uh, client's information. Right. Absolutely. Um, another one, if any of you guys are out there doing insurance claims, whether they're auto or health insurance, consider going all electronic with either a program that is essentially a billing software program or find a program online. Um, I used PDF filler, um, super easy. It was like 80 bucks for the year. And it, will download the insurance claim form and then you can type in all the information. Um, this makes it extremely easy to now get instead of faxing or uh, mailing insurance paperwork, it makes it super easy to send. It's legible. You don't have to do that whole back and forth with, well, I couldn't read your handwriting. Uh, when I switched to that a couple years ago, I was blown away and it made streamlining the insurance billing process way easier. Um, so those are a couple of the big ones. Now, not that these aren't big, um, but we don't often think about this because it's just, again, like Chad had discussed before, it's a behavior. And with most of our behaviors, it's just there. We don't even recognize it. So again, waivers. Uh, a lot of us are having to fill out COVID waivers. Now you can have one document created that's laminated so you can wipe it have them read it and you can have one paper worth with signatures and cover that up with construction paper as you go. That's normally, that's what I've been seeing most oftentimes, but there again also is the option to have a document created that can be signed electronically on your iPad and secured to that uh, password protected flash drive. Um, but you know, that's, those are two options of how to handle waivers instead of printing out 50 waivers for all your clients to sign all the time. 
Um, package tracker. I know some of you are still doing pen and paper with, you know, Joe Schmo bought a package of five and you do the tick marks, transfer all that to an Airtable base or um, a Word document, Excel spreadsheet, anything, anything to get away from paper. Again, it's accessible anywhere because this, you don't necessarily have to have first and last names and all the contact information. You just have a name and all the packages that you can keep on your cloud storage. Yeah. If you take it a step further, you know, your online booking uh, might track that stuff for you, right? If you're, if your uh, system is everybody must book online and they purchase their packages online, when they go to book again and they've signed in under their account, guess what it's going to do? It's going to take that tick away for you, right? right. So it's going to track all of that for you all in one place. So right. that's going to be your ideal solution. But if that's a little bit, you know, either outside of your wheelhouse or, you know, you're not ready to take that step, uh, there are other there are other free solutions like Airtable, or you can jump into an even simplified one that's built in using, you know, Excel or Word document. But Again, the idea is go digital where you can, uh, because it may be a small impact, but it's an impact when, you know, a chunk of us do it. Right. Right. Exactly. And that's collectively, if we all changed, if we all changed one thing today in a week, we would have created less waste hands down. Absolutely. Um, other ways that you can go electronic are gift cards. Use online booking for gift card sales, whether even if you're not using online booking, if you're using Square, um, Square has a gift card feature. Uh, if you are still printing gift cards or gift certificates, you can choose eco-friendly paper. Um, two options. Uh, it's gift cards. I don't know how many of you are selling them, um, but especially for salons, spas, some bigger places, it's a lot of paper and it's a lot of paper that gets lost or tossed in inappropriate places. It doesn't get recycled. Um, so yeah, there's two options for that. Um, let's see. Oh, this kind of fits in with the same thing. And Chad's going to have to kind of tap into this a little bit for me, business cards and paper marketing. Now mm. I was just, I've been seeing Facebook posts everywhere for this QR code that you scan into your phone um, but Chad was telling me there's multiple ways that you can do it. It's not just a QR code that goes to a website. So I'm going to let him talk about this because I don't have this and I may be switching to this. Okay. So QR, QR code technology has been around for years and the biggest, the weakest link in the whole QR code uh, technology was that our devices, you had to download a separate app in order to be able to use them. And um, they were clunky and they didn't work well. And back when it came out, things like mobile websites were not as, um, they're not, they weren't used as much, but they also, there wasn't a focus on having a beautiful experience on a mobile website. So Fast forward a decade, here we are where over 65% of all internet traffic is done on a mobile device. QR codes are a prominent uh, piece right now when it comes to marketing, uh, when it comes to going paperless, when it comes to all kinds of stuff. I mean, when you think about it, you, hotel rooms now are doing a QR code style technology for checking in. When you go to a restaurant, they're using QR codes to pull up the menu, right? So it's definitely out there and more prominent now. Now you can do this exact same thing and apply it to your business. So I'm going to give you an example of what we do here at uh, MCA. So 
a lot of you have already jumped on to massagecoreacademy.com slash links, and you're seeing all of the resources that we have here, right? All the things we've discussed on the podcast, we have the resources clickable right there. <clears throat> Imagine if I had a business card and you scanned the QR code and it took you to those links and you had everything that you needed all in one place, whether it's from your tablet or from your cell phone, everything is in one place. So you create this QR code, you slap it on your business card. And instead of giving away that business card saying, here, take my business card to lose and stick somewhere else and just be, you know, lost in their couch cushion, uh, you have them scan it right there in person. What's going to happen on the phone is it's going to pull up whatever action you tell it to do. So whether it's go to your website, whether it is your contact information, whatever the case is, these QR codes are super, super powerful now. Okay. So I know you guys want to jump into it. And some of you are thinking, I don't, what is QR? I don't understand. I want you to put this into practice. So go to massagecoreacademy.com slash QR code. And what's going to do is you're going to go to uh, my favorite QR code generator. And what it's going to let you do is put in either your website or a V card. Now, what a V card is, is it's like a digital business card, your name, your email, your phone number, your website, your address, all of that information then gets turned into a QR code. So when it's scanned, what happens on your phone is it'll pop up and say, add Jeanette Lundell to your contact list. They, you, they don't have to do anything else, right? It automatically saves it right to their phone for them. Two things have happened. One, they've gotten your information instantly, so it's not lost. Two, that code that you have, that you know business card that you have it printed on, you get to retain that, right? And if you're not going through as many, what you're able to do then is not have to buy more and not have to cut down more trees in order to replenish. So we're going green, we're going digital, and we're streamlining that process of connecting with people as you're networking in the world. And you also had mentioned that when you're making updates, I mean, I can tell you, I've probably done this three times in my life. Um, in my business in five years is change office locations. So, you know, what do you always do? Oh, get 500 business cards for the price of 250 because Vistaprint or Staples or whatever is offering a deal. Well, that sounds great, but like 500, really? So you purchased 500. I switched office locations and now I have business cards that don't even have the right address on them. Right. So- when you're using a digital QR code, you can just keep that QR code in there, but then change the information, whether it's on your website now. Are you able to go into your QR code and edit the, like, you know, say your QR code, you have your name, your your name, your telephone number, your email, your website address, but you also have your office location. How are you able to go in and adjust the QR code information? Okay, so the idea of having this business card with a QR code or this quick reference piece of something that you have people scan in person is that you only have to make one of them, right? So if you're super thrifty, print something off, laminate it, and then carry that with you. And then if you do change addresses or your suite number or your phone number, what you can do then is go back, create a new QR code, create a new piece of tangible whatever, relaminate it, and now you have an updated piece. Okay. But, but the most important thing is you're only recreating one. You're not recreating 500. Correct. All right. Cool. 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 You can even um, take it a step further, to be honest. You can take it a step further. So massagecoreacademy.com slash contact. 
we could have all of our information right there, our QR code link there. And what would happen then is if we changed our suite or our phone number, we would change it on our website. Nothing else has to be reprinted. Right. Okay. So, okay. Yep. Multiple solutions on a way to do it. All of them are definitely going to be uh, contributing to that effort of sustainability and, you know, reducing our impact. I really, I really like QR codes. I mean, I've been using them in restaurants and stuff. Um, I wasn't a big fan of them because you're right. When they first came out, it was like, oh, I need this app. And then you scan it and then it wouldn't open. But now, I mean, your camera reads it. It's great. I love it. So whenever it's around, like I opt for no menu, I, I no paper, no nothing. Cause a lot of restaurants, if you don't do that, they're using single use paper for COVID. They hand you a printed piece of paper and then they throw it out. Right. No, absolutely. And you know, these QR codes, they can do all kinds of things. We use the reference of going to a website link or you doing the V card, the digital business card. Um, it can go even further to where you scan it and it composes an email. It can go further to where you scan it and it composes a text message. It can go to where you scan it and it automatically saves your Wi-Fi password and login to that person's device, right? So if they walk in, they need Wi-Fi, they scan it, it's automatically done for them. These QR codes are super powerful now and that was not the case before. So before they were kind of gaudy, they they, they were clunky, they didn't work really well they're getting way better. You can design them up with a logo on them. You can do some really cool stuff with them. Yeah. And that way, um, you know, just as Chad has talked about, you can, for those of you that are still using those rack cards or the five by sevens for like handouts at events, you create the QR code, it scans, it leads to your website page that has all your stuff on it. Um, it's magic. So check into it. Um, Chad, what's the website again that you told them to go to massagecoreacademy.com slash QR code. Yep. Slash QR code. And it's going to take you, uh, to my favorite tool that is super flexible and it's going to let you do some really, really cool stuff. Cool. Um, just a couple of other mentions, um, paper towels. I know a lot of them have them at least in the restroom, uh, for our clients. Why don't you bump it up a step and go to the hotel, go to the hotel side of things and get washable washcloths, roll them up. That looks really nice. It looks really cute. It kind of shows that you're going the extra mile by like taking the time to like make it look pretty. Use hand towels or washcloths uh, for your clients and roll them up. Um, Use a hand towel for yourself for every client. So if you're seeing four clients, you would use four hand towels. That would be your hand towel when you wash your hands, when you're you know, getting some oil off and then you grab a new one per client. Uh, no paper products. You don't have to buy paper towels anymore. Uh, they do make uh, tons. I think Unpaper Towels is the major brand, but there are a ton of other brands out there that are creating reusable paper towels that are machine washable. Um, also a great option because I don't know about you. When I use a roll of paper towels, it seems like the minute I put it on, Two days later, that huge roll is gone because it's just so tempting to rip off three sheets to wipe a countertop because you don't know how much it's going to absorb. So consider switching to reusable, washable um, eating utensils. Don't think I need to go into this uh, any further than don't use single use plastic or paper plates. Take, you know, one of the 25 five dishes that are sitting in your cupboards at home and take it to your office and, you know, choose environmentally friendly cleaning products and soap to clean it. Uh, trash bags, use one, put it in the bin, anchor it to the bin with a rubber band or clippies, uh, and 
replace the trash bag when it gets disgusting. Uh, for most of us, a lot of the stuff that's going in our trash bags is like Kleenex, paper products, not a lot of food. So we don't really need to be tossing out five trash bags every single day. Uh, that, that's something I do. I, so I have a I have a specific food waste bin that is small. Yes, yes, yes. It's yes. nice and small, right? So that if I am taking them out more frequently to avoid odors or whatever, um, I'm not mm -hmm. doing a quarter of a bag. I'm just, I'm doing a full bag and it's less plastic because it's a smaller, smaller bag as well. So yeah, no trash bins. That's a really good, uh, trash bags is a really good point. Yeah. Cause I mean, in a week, if you're replacing five trash bags, that's at least 20 trash bags. Like, are you kidding me? Uh, cleaning supplies. We already mentioned this, but choose environmentally friendly plant-based stuff. That's good for the environment. Um, try to stay away from using uh, single use wipes. I know some of you it's super convenient. And if you choose to use it, just choose an environmentally friendly one, but you can make your own um, out of fabric and rubbing alcohol. That's what I do at my office. Um, it's, sanitizes, it cleans, and I wash them, I fold them up, I stick them in a jar and it has rubbing alcohol in it. It's great. I love it. Uh, water bottles. Um, a lot of us hand out mini water bottles uh, and have, you know, some of us choose to have our own label printed on the water bottle. That's great when you're going to a marketing event, but there's no reason why you need to have that in your office. Uh, switch to a water dispenser. Um, such a, what is like Poland, uh, spring water, like they, you know, come to your office, deliver the huge jug. Um, or if you have a water filter at home, fill up gallon jugs and bring it into your office and use ceramic or glass cups to hand your client their water after their session. Um, or you could just have your clients bring their own water bottle. And if they want water, they can fill it up from your tank. Um, I, it is amazing uh, when I first did this, how many paper cups, and I was trying to choose like very environmentally friendly, uh, drink, drink carriers, if that's even the correct term. And I, my wastebasket was just so full. I was like, there has to be a way around this. Like I can't. So, I mean, yes. Does it require me to wash the cups every day? Yeah. But I'd rather wash five cups than throw away a whole package of solo cups in a month. Um, especially because if the client takes that with them, I don't know how they're disposing of it. So it's everything's under my control. Aside, those are the major things. I really can't think of anything else in my office that I would try to adjust. Um, but we kind of compiled a, a little list of tips and tricks just to get your brains going. Number one, if it's a single use item, if you throw it away in the trash directly after you use it, just see if there's other options, recycling, choosing a different product or reusing it. Um, a lot of us, glass is now becoming the huge problem now because glass was always recyclable and now there's not enough places to keep it. So if it's a glass container, a jelly jar, something, see if you can reuse it as a container to store your yogurt and fruit in for your office or store nuts in, or maybe you can take it to a grocery store. If you have a local one that has, um, a lot of them have their own. And I know whole foods has it to a degree, an individual dispenser to keep like rice, beans, stuff like that. in. um, so you always want to recycle or reuse whatever you can, 
Um, and this will also cut down on the amount of stuff that you buy. I don't know how many sets of containers I've bought in the past 10 years, but it's probably been a decent chunk until I switched to reusing glass. I did the same thing. Yeah. I got a bunch of glass ones for Christmas. Um, I have a whole bunch of these, I think it's Classico as the manufacturer spaghetti jars that are actually Mason jars. Mm-hmm. And so I use those for, um, cause they're, they're a good size. I use those for toting water around. Yeah. Nice. There's definitely a lot of things that we use on an everyday basis that could definitely be repurposed. Right. Um, research your cleaning products and your brands before you buy, uh, make sure that they're actually contributing to the environment, not just saying that they are, uh, lights, lights are a huge thing. I've left my office multiple times going, Oh shoot, I forgot to turn out that lamp. Um, so I got timers, all of my lights that need to be on are on timers, uh, so that they turn on at, you know, probably about five minutes before I get into my office and they turn off whenever my last client leaves automatically. Uh, combine your trips for errands to avoid driving all over the place all the time. Uh, buy local. Uh, I know this doesn't seem like a green effort, but it is because when you're buying local, you're reducing the shipping costs of, you know, say your main conglomerate grocery store that's having everything shipped in uh, gas usage, boxes, tape, all the whole nine yards. Um, and, the, and you have to be aware that there are some things that you're just not going to be able to work around. Uh, you know, if you're a therapist that uses gloves to massage different areas of the body, maybe the feet, um, it's it it's not really going to help you to get uh, reusable gloves because you're just going to end up having to wash those uh, tissues. Um, bottles of cleaner. If you're not recycling them, reuse them. Uh, but to be honest, it's, this is, these are just to get your gears turning on what is a single use item that you can replace. And effectively, what is a paper item that you're using now that if you were to switch to a digital version of it would not only cut down on your expenses, um, but also streamline your business. Uh, cause that's one of the, it's one of the main things that we try to hammer home. Everything is streamlining how to make things easier for your business. And it does when you go digital and get the education that you need in order to know how to use those items, your business, the time that you spend on your business reduces significantly, but we don't want you to listen to this podcast and then start, you know, screaming and drama. Oh my God, I'm such a wasteful person. How could I have been doing this? We all create waste to some extent, but we all need to kind of check ourselves sometimes to see how we can contribute, even if it's just one or two ways to try to cut down on our, what they call quote unquote carbon footprint. So that's all. I mean, that's all I have to say about it. This is, I mean, I'm passionate about this just because I want this earth to be around. I don't want us to have problems in in 10 years. And, you know, who knows if we all collectively do this, then I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm sure some corporate companies will be either reduced to not selling a product at all because it's nobody's buying it, but you know, what's, what's better in the long run, (laughs) you know, do we Um, want an earth or do we not want an earth? Yeah. I'm kind of fine with uh, a few big companies going out of business, but anyways, that's neither here than over there. <laughs> um, so next, <laughs> <laughs> next, 
next week, next episode, <laughs> we are doing something that we did in the past that actually was really, really cool. And we got uh, a ton more questions in. Yep. We're going to do our MCA Q&A. Um, that's coming out next week. Um, and we're going to start doing this pretty regularly. So start, make sure you're submitting your questions uh, because we want to make sure we feature them on the podcast. So go to massagecoreacademy.com slash podcast, and you'll see a form where you can submit a question right there, and we will answer it live on our next MCA Q&A. Yeah, I mean, even if you guys have posted the question on a Facebook group and gotten responses, no question is a dumb question. So ask away, uh, and you know, we'll give you our two cents on it. You know, who knows? Who knows what will happen? So share with your friends, continue folding your sheets. We'll catch you in a week.